Welcome everyone to the most muscleless and Patreon exclusive podcast in the Talking Society Podcast Network. Welcome to Marking the Marks. Marking the Marks with, with Marcus, Marcus and, and Marcelo. 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 We got a big show to talk about right now, right? Marcus, yes, you have this spread of energy that I am frightened by. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I'm Marcelo. I know very little about new wrestling, even though I've done this for a year now. And Marcus, you've been watching this for about two years now. Two or three years, yeah. And I'm, I'm into it. I like wrestling. Yeah. Uh, mostly modern day stuff. Yeah, and you're teaching, <clears throat> you're teaching me, you're guiding me through this modern day wrestling. That's the gimmick. That's yes. the show. Okay. Yes, that is. Yes. Welcome to the season finale. Marcus, are you excited? Uh, I, I'm extremely excited. We got a lot to do today. It's the season two finale of Marking the Marks. Um, we have major announcements to make. Should we do this at the beginning of the show? Maybe we should. Yeah, probably we, wise. We didn't talk about this off mic. This, this no. is off mic conversation, but let's do it now. Okay. Sure. What you're listening to is the final episode, dot, 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 of the Patreon exclusive series. Period. What that means is the next episode, listeners, loyal listeners, the thousands and thousands of fans we have, the next episode, WrestleMania 2020, is going straight to the free feed. Wow. Wow. We did it. It's That's crazy. It's the normal path of a, a podcast of being ex- exclusively on, you know, behind a paywall <laughs> yep. for a year and then not being behind a paywall. <laughs> wow. Nothing to read into there. Uh, there's no reason we would do this. No we just want why. to. There's no reason why we'd we'd want to share this immediately to people and have them listen to it for the love of God. Listen to these episodes. We're not saying that. <laughs> no, no. We're just changing it up, you know. And maybe we should reveal the next big thing. Um. Well, I, well. Should okay. We let's just say no. Let's save that for the end. Okay, we have another big announcement. But we'll save it for the end. So, you you either are going to sit through this whole thing, listen to us talk for an hour plus, then listen to the announcement at the end, or skip all the way to the end and hear us yeah. reveal something else big. But the big news and, for now uh, is yes, yeah. we're free now. Yes, and uh, and uh, if you're and uh, uh, <laughs> that that big that big news that's going to come later. It will be extra pertinent to people who are subscribed to the Patreon. So don't feel uh, don't feel if yeah. that's you. There you go. There you go. So the big takeaway is this is free now, but also don't hit unsubscribe. Don't pull your credit card out of Patreon out of Talk from Society's Patreon just yet because we got some stuff to announce. That's right. Uh, and Patreon people, we love you. We care about you. We cherish you. Uh, you're why I wake up at... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you're why I wake up in the middle of the night. Because <laughs> I'm always thinking about you. Um, we love you. We'll talk about you later. Okay, that's that's enough intro. All right. Marcus, you, yes. you try to talk me out of doing the news this week for this episode. Well, yeah, yeah. But I said, no. We always have to have the news. We can't, If anything... We have to make the news longer. (laughs) So, Marcus, do you have any news, any wrestling-related news? Not world news. You're not going to talk to me about the coronavirus, are you? There's not not much happening. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Marcus, all jokes aside, this is something that just popped in my head. Are you going to ask me if I have the coronavirus? (laughs) Do you have the coronavirus, and are you quarantined right now? (laughs) 
I uh, no and uh, no. Um, okay, let me ask you this. I have two questions. Um, one may be a follow-up. Marcus, my first question to you is, is the news you're about to tell me that you've prepared for this segment of the show, is it related to the coronavirus? No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Follow-up question. I, I actually, you know what? 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 There is? You, you sparked something? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? It could be. It could be. I'll Ooh. add something to it. related to the coronavirus and wrestling. Because my second question is, uh, seriously, how could the coronavirus affect wrestling? Yeah. Uh, that, that's a possibility because... <clears throat> WrestleMania uh, next month, right? Yeah. Uh, it is taking place in Tampa Bay, Florida this year. And wouldn't you know it, uh, there has been a case, at least a case, of coronavirus in Tampa Bay, Florida. So Oof. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm going to, they're not going to, but <laughs> they could cance, cancel the whole event or yeah. everybody in that arena could get. A deadly virus. <laughs> what do you think Vince McMahon would do uh, holding the lives of thousands of people in his hand or a billion dollars yeah. in the other hand? <laughs> yeah, he would take the billion dollars. <laughs> he would throw out the other hand. Condolences aside, no, con- no, I mean condolences to the people who have been affected by the coronavirus. We are not yes. here to make light of it. We just find the situation funny because we're recording this <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> We're recording this at the beginning of March, March 9th. About three days ago, they canceled South by Southwest, mm. breaking my heart because I was planning on going and covering the events for Talk From Society. Um, yes, and that was canceled due to the coronavirus scares. And uh, yeah, it's a very real thing. And uh, they just shut down all of Italy. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. France, whatever European country they just shut down. Italy. 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 It was Italy? Yeah. They could just shut yeah. down an entire country saying, do not leave your house unless it's for work or emergencies. Right. So that's the world we're living in, and it, it could possibly affect uh, wrestling um, uh, matches. Not matches, wrestling events. Yeah, and that, and that would be the worst, yeah. right? So the that's, worst outcome. That's the worst <laughs> If we lost wrestling, out of, you know, oh my God. If we lost wrestling... What are we talking about? What would we t- we we'd have to end the show, and we can't have that. We, we can't. We if anything, we have to double up. <laughs> which, <laughs> okay, which, which is I think what we're doing is doubling up. Okay, anyway, that's that's my news. That's what I brought to the table, Marcus. What's the news yeah. you have? Okay, so uh, Matt Hardy, right? You know him. Uh, he's one of the Hardy Boys. Uh, who that's correct. Who they were? They were a tag team. Uh, uh, prominently in the um, during the Attitude Era, post Attitude Era, they're they're big, they're champions. That's correct. You got it. Yeah. Well, Matt Hardy, one of those Hardy Bros, he has uh, left the WWE. He chose not to resign, so oh, we don't no. exactly know what he's doing next. But it's not going to be in the WWE. Wow. Probably. Is that crazy? It? Right. <laughs> what okay. The hell? Now we're going. <laughs> I tried to cut it. I tried to cut it. Now we're going into... No, Marcus! No, we're going to move on to the other shows. That encompasses other news. Uh, Right? Yeah. Wait, wait. What? Okay, the other shows. What do you mean the other shows? Right. Okay, so we've had like four or five big... uh, Four four big wrestling pay-per-views happened. 
Uh, we're gonna here. We're here to talk about one of them, but we're gonna slightly go over the others. Yes. Okay. So you're incorporating the other pay per views into the news segment. Yes. I see what's so, going on. Yes. This, this yes. is not what I wanted, but this is what we're doing now. Okay. That's fine. what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So okay. okay let's just talk about wrestling. So sure. What, <laughs> what has happened since we last talked? <laughs> okay. So yeah, the big uh, Saudi Arabia show. Happened oh again. boy. Oh boy. Quick recap. Saudi Arabia, bad. WWE, bad. They're, they're, they're bad. <laughs> they're doing four matches a year in Saudi Arabia, and four, two two big shows a year. Is it two now? Is it? Yeah, it's two. Has, has it always been two? Not four. It's always been two. They yeah. they they dropped it down from four to two. Wow, that's it's. Uh, okay, so two matches a year. Sorry, two events a year in Saudi Arabia. What's going? What happened in this latest one, Marcus? Uh, uh, so far. Uh, they have yet to put on a single competent show in Saudi Arabia. And you, this is the fifth one, I believe. You have seen the most recent one all the way through. Uh, is that, yeah. That's correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, explain. Uh, why, to, why to you are these incompetent shows? They... I don't know. They spend a lot of time building storylines and stuff specifically for these shows, but I have they have yet to do a single good one, I don't think. And especially this show had like a real dumb thing happen that I did not like and it has kind of fucked up uh WrestleMania and well, I mean not not entirely ruined it, but, but like it it it's uh changed a belt changed hands that I'm not happy about. Let's, right. let's dig into it because this yeah. is big. Um, I did not watch it, sure. uh, maybe because I didn't want to watch it because I knew it was going to be bad. Don't watch it. Don't watch any of them. They're bad. Is okay. So let's talk about the. It, it was the main event. I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. The main event was uh, the Fiend, uh, yeah. Brett Wyatt. Brett Wyatt, uh, Universal Champion versus. Who? Goldberg. Wait, I was going to guess. Well, you know, maybe. Uh, 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 oh my god, I can't think of any other modern day wrestler. <laughs> Wait, uh, Daniel well, Bryan? No. It can't be a modern day wrestler, Marcelo. That's the thing. What about um, uh, Roman Reigns? What about. Uh, no, no. Uh, that one guy. No. Who is it? Goldberg? Goldberg, yes. Why Goldberg? <clears throat> Could not fucking tell you. But uh, this guy, he showed up on TV, uh, said he wanted to face uh, the toughest challenge or whatever the hell that's happening in WWE. And that is The Fiend, a man who we have seen take uh, exorbitant amounts of punishment. Uh, the, the amounts of punishment that would kill a normal man, this man has taken and brushed it off. The Fiend, right? And in the last few episodes, we've discussed how possibly The Fiend could be defeated. We brought up uh, magic, or I brought up mm-hmm. magic, um, mm-hmm. and I, I uh, if if I could play a clip of a previous episode, I'd put it in now, where I ask you, Marcus, in how in how someone would defeat the fiend, is it possible to bring up magic in the WWE and have it work against the fiend? I and then you would yeah. respond with, uh, th- theoretically, yes. <laughs> so magic. <laughs> Could have defeated the fiend, and could imagine have. that. Imagine that WrestleMania main event, if the fiend faced off against like some wrestler who had magic behind him. Imagine, but that's what? not what's going to happen. No, because what happened? Because 
Uh, well, a certain kind of magic happened. The magic of a uh, 54-year-old man, uh, <laughs> Bill Goldberg, uh, performing uh, four spears and one jackhammer. And that was enough to take down the unbeatable clown demon man. <laughs> the Joker? And the Joker. And now we have a new universal champion. How long? And then at WrestleMania. How long was the match? Uh, three or four minutes. Really? Not long at all. Yeah, it, it was that f- uh, four spear. Okay, so yeah, there's a couple spears, and then like uh, Fiend got him in the mandible claw. Then there was a couple more spears. He tried the mandible claw again. Goldberg got out of it. And then the jackhammer, and it was it. It was just a couple minutes. That is obscene. That is it, yeah, it's gross. It sucks. Like it, it, it's it's like it. Um, How mad it were speaks, you? I was very mad. <laughs> it just it just goes to show, like Vince McMahon doesn't give a a care at all about like the younger people that work for him. Like they are completely disposable to put over people that had their time already like fucking Goldberg or the undertaker or whoever. Like it's, it's just they, they he keeps trotting out big, uh, big older stars to do one more match or one more match again. And <clears throat> I, I really, I think it's annoying. I think it's one of the biggest problems that they have right now because they, I think it like stifles younger talents and it, it just, it just feels unnecessary, but like I guess in his head, uh, the fiend versus whoever wasn't going to sell tickets, but Goldberg uh, versus whoever that could because he's done it before. You know. Why don't we jump ahead? Because I saw uh, who the main event is uh, for WrestleMania. <laughs> who, yeah. Who is it? It's it's Goldberg who's going to remain the champion. Sure. Yeah. Versus who? So Goldberg came out on SmackDown immediately after winning that Universal Championship. Asked who's next, and out comes Roman Reigns, who oh, accepted okay. the challenge. He's next. So it's Goldberg versus Roman Reigns in a WrestleMania. Yeah. How excited are you for that? Uh, negative amounts of excitement. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to watch it. I don't. I don't care whatsoever what happens. I, I, I'm not interested. Another clip I could play is us talking about um, the travesty that was... Who was it? Was it Goldberg versus Undertaker? The Undertaker, yeah. At a Saudi Arabia uh, show. Um, for those who don't know what happened there, quickly, Marcus, what happened when Goldberg <sighs> faced The Undertaker? So, yeah, this is not the first uh, Saudi Arabia show that Goldberg has headlined. He also did one last year. It was him versus The Undertaker. And uh, Goldberg, pretty early on in the match, he <clears throat> slammed his head into a post <laughs> and like concussed himself and busted himself really wide open, legitimately. And it was a garbage match. The two, like it was like two old men just walking around and hitting each other. It, it, it was bad to watch. It was hard to watch. But you know, so that a year a year later, yeah, that's the type of magic we're in store for. Yeah, is this going to be the main event at WrestleMania? Goldberg it versus Reigns could be. It's one of the things that could. No, uh, they, they keep saying the main event is going to be uh, Brock Lesnar versus the Royal Rumble winner Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, Which, yeah. They keep touting that as the main event. That there was nothing to do with them during Elimination Chamber, right? No, no. We can talk about that real quick, right? Um, how excited are you for that match for? Lesnar versus um, McIntyre. 
that one I am excited for. I think I mean they've done a really good job building it. Uh, it's a this one actually is kind of a similar case of like a, a older uh, established star versus a younger guy, like uh, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. But uh, I, don't know, I think this one actually has a potential to be a good match. And uh, you know I don't I don't have any uh, hopes for the outcome. Because like I can't do that to myself, but like, you know, it could be a good match. <laughs> it probably will be a good match, at least. Can we talk about? Because this is also the road to WrestleMania episode. Because the next episode we do is WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, is there? Uh, and if you don't want to answer this now, we can save it for later. But is there a match you're excited for? Like, re- like really? Uh, of of what they've announced for WrestleMania. Drew and Brock, and uh, yes, they're uh, the one I'm most excited for. Probably is uh, the one that was decided by the main event of this pay per view. So probably shouldn't talk about that yeah, now. We'll talk about that but, later. Okay. And there's also uh, the Fiend is doing something. Oh, yes, yes, I was going to ask you about that too because I saw that <laughs> yeah. was announced. What is going on with the Fiend now that he's the non-champion? What's what's happening? <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> Uh, the fiend. He didn't. He didn't seem to care very much about losing the championship. <laughs> okay. He didn't seem to be that upset about it. He's much like the Joker. He's just chaotic. He's just a yeah, chaotic he just being. Bounce, he bounces back. You can't ever put him down. No. Try to lock him up in Arkham Asylum. He always escapes. He breaks out. Yeah. Um. So John Cena came out. Uh, he, Who? <laughs> John Cena. Who is John Cena? I've never seen him wrestle. Hustle, loyalty, respect. Uh. The hero to millions, right? The star of Bumblebee? The star of Bumblebee, the star of Sisters. The star of uh, the future release of Fast 9? Yes, the star of the Marine. And the Marine 1, and maybe 2. Why? He came out out on SmackDown and said... I'm not going to do anything for WrestleMania this year. Uh, I'm going to let the younger guys have this one. <laughs> and then he started to leave the arena. <clears throat> but I love you all. And then he started to leave. And that was it? No, next and topic. Let's go. No, sir. No, sir. No, what? sir. That's not what? how wrestling oh, works. What? <laughs> there's, always, there's always something Are you telling else. me somebody's not going to just walk in the ring and say, All right, guys. How's it, how's it going? I'm here. Anyway, I'm not going to do anything for WrestleMania. So lie. Take care. <laughs> Gonna go shoot like a I don't know like a like a Chips Ahoy commercial or something. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, um, the end. That's the end of that segment. Then they cut to something else. But no, that's not what happened. Uh, no, that's not what happened. He started walking to the back. He uh, turned around to salute the audience at the top of the ramp, and uh, the lights went out. Oh, there's a blackout. Yeah, and that was uh, they just had a blackout in Brooklyn or wherever they were. Yeah, so the power and no McMahon didn't no. pay the electricity electricity bill. No, no, they went out because a certain uh, cloud demon. <laughs> oh, wait into, a second, a cloud demon. He hacked into the into the breakers or whatever and shut off the lights. <laughs> a clown demon did some. Did, you know, uh, broke a broke a law and shot the lights. <laughs> yes, and committed a crime. And John Cena, who just said, who literally had just said, um, "I'm not going to accept any challenge from WrestleMania. I'm not going to be there. Goodbye." 
he was faced with the fiend who challenged him to WrestleMania and John Cena immediately said yes. And that was the end of the show. That <laughs> night. Wait, 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 go back, go back. Why? What happened? So the fiend just came out and said, Hey, let's face off. And John Cena goes, okay. Yeah. There was no attack. There was what? no like reason given. It was just, he showed up. He said, uh, I want to fight you. And John Cena was like, okay. Wait, was the fiend in the fiend getup? Or was the fiend he... was in the fiend getup? Okay, so for those who don't know, the fiend is like a is like a like a multiple split personality, yeah, split personality thing, yeah. with like a regular old dude called Bray Wyatt. That's his name, right? Brett Wyatt. Yeah, Brett Wyatt. Right. I don't know why I keep saying Bray. Um, Brett Wyatt, and then when he turns into the fiend, he's like this masked. Uh, a demon personality that uh, cannot be beaten except by a sixty-year-old man. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, but he came out just in the fiend clothes and said, "Hey, let's let's do this." I don't remember if he actually explicitly said it, but like, I, I think he had a mic, and I think he <laughs> said, "Like, I want to challenge you," or and John Cena said, "Okay." I, I don't remember, but whatever. The challenge was laid down and accepted. Oh, how and how excited are you for that match? It could be okay. I mean, I like John Cena. I like uh, the Fiend. When's the last time uh, Mr. Cena wrestled? At WrestleMania two years ago or last year? So that's it's been a while. Yeah, it was whenever he had his match with the Undertaker. Oh wow! I believe. And obviously, he's doing this just to promote F nine in theaters. Yep. Probably uh, May something. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, all right. So that's that's WrestleMania. That's that's the, that. That's ex- <laughs> that's that. That's what's happening with um, the feed. Oh, you know what? There's one more match. It's okay. Oh wait, what what is it? Uh, Randy Orton versus Edge. Oh, um, yeah. did anything happen during Elimination Chamber with them? No. But Tell me what's going on with Edge then. It's been happening on TV. Like uh, Edge, uh, he came back. After uh, retiring due to neck issues, uh, he came back after many years during the Royal Rumble. He eliminated a lot of people. He eliminated uh, Randy Orton, his former tag team partner. <gasps> and then he got eliminated himself. And the next night on Raw, Edge said, hey, I-, I can wrestle again. I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. I'm Edge. And Randy Orton came out to say... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, can I can I toss in a joke I just thought I'd put in my head? What's up? Um... Edge, can this catch, you know, if anybody's listening, can you tell Edge this, to have Edge say his new catchphrase? This is, I'm pitching his new catchphrase. Edge's new, <laughs> Edge's new catchphrase is, I'm edging. <laughs> Alright, continue, Marcus. I thought that was going to go a different way. <laughs> no, that's More it. wholesome way. <laughs> nope. But I know your filthy mind. And, okay, so... <laughs> uh, and then Randy Orton came out and said, Hey, uh, man, it's great that you're back and all. Uh, but, uh, you know, screw you. And he... This is great. Are you reading uh, from the script? Hor- hor- yes. And he <laughs> said hor- he horribly beat up Edge again to try to retire him again, basically. <laughs> He oh. put the man's neck in a chair and he stomped the chair. Uh, scary stuff. Scary, scary stuff. And Randy Orton has since said that it is, it is to save him, to save Edge from himself is why he did this. 
huh. uh, because he'd get even more seriously hurt actually wrestling. And Beth Phoenix, uh, Edge's wife, came out and tried to give Randy the old the old uh, uh, the talking, talking to. to. Yeah, and and then uh, Randy Orton hit her with an RKO. That's not good. And, no, not good. But Edge is supposed to be back after many weeks uh, soon. I think tomorrow. Not exactly sure. But that that storyline has been good. I think the match could potentially be good. I'm not like I, I'm excited to see Edge wrestle again in my lifetime. I think that's cool. But again, it's another fuck. Like every single match I've said so far, right, has been older guys with younger guys or just older guys like this one is just edge versus randy orton two people have been wrestling for more than 20 years yeah more than 20 years yeah yeah it's insane because yeah uh i watched edge uh team up with christian and fight uh and wrestle with the hardy boys previously mentioned hardy boys that was (laughs) in 1998 so yeah yeah yep so yep uh how excited are you for wrestlemania not <laughs> all right <laughs> bring bring that energy for the next episode which is going to be fantastic uh even better than this somehow yeah, somehow um okay so that was the saudi arabia slash sure. wrestlemania pre-talk yes let's move on to aew 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 they a- held their pay-per-view aew aew pay-per-view Hey, E-W. Right? Yeah, I watched it. So, so yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's not go match by match. We don't have the time. No. Uh, overall. Oh, no, let's go. Uh, what were the highlights? What were the big matches of, of the night? Of AEW so, Revolution? Yes, uh, Revolution. Their big pay-per-view. Uh, <laughs> uh Big highlights. Uh, we had a great tag match that I liked quite a bu- big bu- big bout. A big bunch. A big bunch uh, between the Young Bucks versus tag champions Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Excellent, excellent tag match. I loved it. Uh, and then we also had the main event, really fun. Uh, Chris Jericho versus John Moxley. John Moxley got the win, and he's new AEW World Champion. Everybody's happy. But my favorite, that's not true. My favorite match was that tag match, probably. But <laughs> one of my favorite matches that night uh, was Orange Cassidy versus Pac. Okay, let's expand so on this. Let's let's talk about these three things. Like, what do you, what do you feel about what I've just said, Marcelo? Um, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed all these matches. Yes, um, the ones you mentioned, especially. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time remembering the Kenny Omega one, although. Remind me some of the highlights. Do you remember some of the highlights of the Young Bucks? Uh, Man, Omega, no. Adam Page one. No? All right, so let's move on. Uh, sure. Like, yeah, they had a like, like they've been doing this storyline with Adam Page where he's been like uh, uh, drunk all the time and uh, really irritable and oh. angry. They've been and is is this the one where Kenny Omega and Adam Page kind of have like a they're almost enemies, they're friendly yeah. enemies. Yeah, okay, yes, I remember yes. that. Yeah, yeah. There's um, a lot of great tension in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, and we should also say, uh, you watch AEW. What's it? What's the weekly show called? Uh, Dynamite. I was, yeah. just, I was gonna say Thunder, but that's not the right one. Um, Dynamite. Uh, you watch it weekly, and yep. how, how has that been going weekly? Those those uh, shows. Yeah, it's been 
it's it's been fantastic lately. Like building into this revolution pay per view, awesome. I thought they had a ton of great storylines going, especially this Adam Page and Kenny Omega, and then the uh, Jericho versus Moxley. Like both of those storylines handled perfectly. Yeah, and I, I figure they and I, I feel like they paid off very well. Yeah, because I've only seen this uh, pay per view, and the last AEW thing I saw was maybe per, some of their last pay per view, and I think Premier Week. That episode, so I haven't seen mm-hmm. too much, but they've done they did a good enough job here in this pay per view and in the Kenny Omega Adam Page Young Bucks match to give enough story and like give enough That's drama. Good. That's good to hear. And yes, I remember. Yes, there's that tension, especially at the end of the match when mm-hmm. Kenny Omega and Adam Page they win, and there's like the tension where you almost feel like one of them is going to hit the other or something. Yeah, so I think um, it was good. It had a good storyline. Had some good beats in there. Uh, what about what's the other one? Um, you mentioned three of them, right? Three matches. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then we'll and then uh, ma- oh, the main event. No, uh, no, no. Before, okay. Do, do you want to talk about the main event or Orange Cassidy? <laughs> okay, fine. Let's talk about Orange Cassidy. Okay, um, Orange Cassidy. Maybe because like, okay, there's a lot to so, talk about. Okay, yeah, you, I you... I tried. Yeah, we had our top 10 list episode yes. of the favorite matches of last year. And I told you about this guy. He had a match on that uh, ranking. And, and I'm happy yeah. you brought that up. And also, yeah. I saw people tweeting about it. I, I It was good to have context. Because Orange Cassidy, quickly, or take as long as you want. Take an hour. Describe, <laughs> describe Orange Cassidy as a wrestler, as a persona, as a character. It's... It's very hard to explain. Like, I think you have to kind of watch it to get it. I'm, I'm struggling trying to, like, he's, he, um, he doesn't seem to care very much. He's not willing to put in all that much effort about what he's doing. But the people love him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, so he does he- these tiny little kicks and punches that clearly aren't doing anything at all. But the crowd just goes absolutely fucking nuts for him because, like, that's just what this character is, and people love it. Like, it's it's really entertaining to watch. I, 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 but yeah, like, yeah, his, as a man, yeah, his biggest moves are no, he has three big moves. Uh, from what I've gathered watching this match, he puts it's not a move really. He puts his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, like you said before, he lightly taps. He tap kicks his opponent on the shin. <laughs> one, two, one, two. And then he also likes to just roll around on the floor. Yes. That's his other signature move. Uh, he's always wearing aviator sunglasses, a uh, jean jacket, and jeans. Um, and like a graphic tee with his own face on it. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I recommend anybody uh, listening, if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, if, it doesn't, if it's not clear... Look up Orange Cassidy and watch a match of his or something. Yeah, uh, because uh, oh, is it? I'm just gonna ask you flat out why? Or I I understand why people like him. Why you try to put it into words of why people like Orange Cassidy, Marcus? I think it's just funny. Right, <laughs> I think it's just funny. Like, I, I were you entertained by? It? Did you get it like, now, see, when okay. you were watching it? I I thought it was funny, but I think yeah. the payoff wasn't necessarily just him being a lazy goof, right? Yeah, yeah. The like payoff for me yeah. is when he turned into, like, the drunken master 
and <laughs> he had actual moves, you know, yes. that played with his, you know, slothish, slothish behavior. Yeah, right? well, that's what they were calling him, the, the king of sloth style. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's just very slow, and Does he... but eventually it will kick in, and he'll start okay. fighting, and, like, he, yeah. he can do both. Like, it's not just that he's, like, a funny character, it's, like, he is also a good wrestler on top of that, and, like, you get through the funny character bits, and then you're, like treated with like a surprise of like, whoa, this is actually doing something now. <laughs> That's the thing. Cause I think I've only seen clips of him being a sloth and not doing anything. I've never, right. I've never seen him in action. So right. that was, that was surprising to me. And that's the part I enjoyed a lot is that surprise. Like, Oh, he's actually a fantastic wrestler. And sure. Yeah. So I did enjoy this match. I did. I'm, I'm glad to have introduced you to this character and I'm very glad to hear that you liked him. I did like, yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, but he, he lost to Peck. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, that's too bad. Uh, do you think he'll ever be AW champion, Orange Cassidy? Man, I want to see whatever that championship match is. <laughs> I don't know if he'll ever win. He probably won't. He probably won't. Win. But like, like my my main my my main uh, hope is that he does get a championship match at some point. Ooh, we'll see. We'll see if in this run of our series, if that ever happens. Uh, if it happens. I'm going to buy you an orange Sunday. Is that a thing? No, I just made that up. A Julius, an orange Julius. An orange Julius. Oh, okay. I'm going to do that again. I'm going to I'm going to cut that to where I say orange Julius, <laughs> not orange Sunday. Here, let me start again. Marcus, if Orange Cassidy wins the championship, the AEW championship in our lifetime, I'm going to buy you an orange Julius. Great. <laughs> All right, let's move on. John Moxley versus Chris Jericho. John AEW Mo- World Championship. John Moxley, former WWE. Uh, well, they're both WWE yeah. uh, former wrestlers. Uh, Moxley yeah. most recently. Um, but yeah, they had, uh, from what I could tell from the video package before this match, they had a long storyline where they just beat each other up and yeah yeah very heated rivalry yes uh, john moxley basically alone taking on the the whole inner circle which is jericho's group the uh, faction uh, of bad boys yes yeah, the bad boys the bad boys of wrestling uh <laughs> who, who's in that circle um so there's jake hager another former we guy and also uh, Sammy Guevara, a younger guy, and uh, Santana and Ortiz, uh, who uh, – and, and these guys all together and, – and Chris Jericho. And all these guys together have been week after week uh, uh, toying with Chris Jericho, beating him up. Uh, Jericho's gotten one on – gotten – one on them every now and then, but like probably the biggest uh, act that happened was Chris Jericho used one of these spikes that was on his spike jacket that he was wearing. And he uh, shoved it into the eye of John Moxley to blind him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the inner so, circle, yeah. yeah, the inner circle and Trish, Trish, yeah, I can't talk. The inner circle and Chris Jericho had been tormenting John Moxley. And even before then, Jericho was like, hey, Moxley, be a part of this inner circle. And Moxley's like, no, of course not. I I don't like you. I just want your championship. And, le- and that <laughs> leads to this, this match. What did th- yes. what, you think of this match? Um, I thought the match itself was good. 
uh, not like super great or anything, but it was also filled with like a lot of awesome moments and like really fun. Uh, yeah, just like really fun uh, moments, like uh, like near the end when Christian or when John Moxley revealed that uh, he's not blind anymore and he took off his yeah, eye patch. That's right, he or, had an eye patch uh, for yeah. this the the telling of the storyline leading up to the big reveal. That was the end of the match. He yeah. revealed, he took off the eye patch, and he said, Hey, I'm not blind in this eye. I can see. Then finishing move on Jericho, and then the end. Yes. Yeah. And, and it was like a really hard-fought battle, because like, uh, Chris Jericho, or I mean, yeah, the, the rest of the inner circle came out and like beat him up, and he got, you know, he got, uh, he got through it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. That's the sort of commentary... That we're known for. On this Man, I don't know. My brain's not working right now. But. Mine, mine isn't either. It's not even that late. It's only like 8 p.m. Yeah. Um, but I am tired. I did a lot today. How, uh, how's your day, Marcus? Uh, yeah, I went to work and did... How, uh, how's yeah. work? Kind of slow today, but uh, I'm also babysitting on the side, so I was oh. doing that. And like, it's, it's there's there's a lot. Like, uh, 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 my days are endless and... Uh, they won't stop coming. Like uh, there's always another one around the corner. That's what happens in life. Yeah, it doesn't end until you let it. And that has uh, uh, become more appealing a prospect <laughs> uh, every day. Let's not, so, talk, let's not joke about suicide. Let's talk about the, the elimination chamber. Joke about deadly viruses that oh. are affecting other people's lives. Let's joke about that again. Let's joke about that. No. Okay, here we go. How? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, well, another thing I wanted to point out about this match was the really cool entrance that Chris Jericho got. Uh, oh, yeah, he got, yeah, he got a choir a singing a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judas. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very fun. Uh, I want more of that uh, in my wrestling um Matches, the yes. big ones. Anyway, oh, yeah. do you, would you like to rate this pay per view since this is yes, a, a big one? Yes, I'm gonna, I would, I'm gonna I would. pull out the uh, handy dandy uh, measuring scale, our rating scale on the show, uh, as I find it. Um, I mean, how many pay per views do they have now a year? Uh, AW. I think they're doing four every year. Four every if, year. If, if that's still correct, like it's every quarter, basically. Every quarter. Um, I, I think that's a good move. I mean, why do 12? Yeah. Why, yeah. Not, why, not, why not just have good shows weekly and then like four big pay-per-views? And, and it would be, it would be fantastic if they had like a subscription service, like the WWE network, but they don't. And so like every pay-per-view you buy it individually, which we both did. And, Obviously. and like, it's, it's, uh, it can add up <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, it hurts for somebody like me. Perhaps, uh, you know what I mean? yeah. Perhaps in the future, if they have like more, once they have maybe more content or more, sh- more, they become a more popular brand. You know, they'll I, have I, you know what? Service. I don't think we ever talked about this on the show, but they're adding a second weekly show. Like oh. they're making, uh, they're making another AEW show. It's a good thing we're still in the news segment, Marcus. Because yeah, this yeah. is news. What? Tell me about yeah. this new show that AEW is doing. They're, they haven't put out much information, but like uh, there was like a whatever fucking earnings call or something. It was like, ah, oh, AEW did well, and we're going to renew his contract for four more years and add a second weekly show. And that's the last we've heard about it. That was probably a month or two ago. 
I never yeah. got to bring it up on the show, but like, yeah, I mean, apparently they're doing extremely well. So it's, like, that's good news. It's, it's the inverse of the news we talked about, uh, on another podcast, which we'll talk about later, but we talked about yeah. how the WWE had a not so good call at their investment meeting or something. And they said, Hey, why don't we sell off our rights to our pay-per-views to somebody else? Yeah. Um, have you seen any update on that about, about the potential of the WWE selling off like WrestleMania to another network? I have not since we last talked about it. No, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't either. So yes, folks, that's a possibility. By the time WrestleMania comes around, I would have expected something though, like you know, now, you know, a month before WrestleMania, yeah, they'd have their shit together and like either announce or not that it's going to be. On on like Amazon or ESPN or some other network, uh, mm-hmm. you know WrestleMania. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So <clears throat> it could be totally different by the time we record our next episode. Yeah. Uh, but rating. Rating. Here we go. So I don't need to remind you, Marcus, what the rating system is. You know it by heart. Uh, I've I've been I've been hearing that you're going to get it tattooed on your chest. Um, I can remind the listener if you want, Marcus, about the rating. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go from the from the bottom to the top. So lowest rating on the scale, stink. Then it's a little groovy. Mm-hmm. Then it's pretty sweet. Then mm-hmm. it's pretty dang dope. Then it's totally rad. Yeah. So yeah, that's what right. what would you rate AEW Revolution? I think this AEW Revolution was a like just a fantastic show from start to finish. Not a bad match in there. Uh, a lot of really standout great matches like those three that we mentioned. And there's even a couple more I liked even a lot too, that we didn't even bother to mention. And it's, uh, it was just a fantastic, uh, uh, night at the, at the arena. And I would say, <laughs> yeah, keep going. Sorry. I'm saying uh, I'm going to give it a totally rad. Wow. A five out of five. Yeah. Totally rad. Yeah. Um, you don't need to ask me what I'm going to rate it, but you could, Um, Marcelo, <clears throat> what would you rate AEW done? Uh, no. AEW Revolution. I would rate this a pretty sweet. No, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, if I could put it in the middle of pretty sweet and pretty dang dope, I would. Not to say, I think what was that, missing. That is shocking. Yeah, that is shocking. I don't know. What, I don't know what it was. I I watched the whole thing, but there wasn't one storyline that I really connected with. That I, right. yeah, I don't know. And hmm. maybe maybe it's because I expected it to end the way it ended. Um, and the only one that kind of really made me uh, happy was the Orange Cassidy match. So <laughs> I don't know. It was a 3.5 on my scale. I, I do wonder, like, I, I'm watching this every single week and you're not. I wonder if, uh, I, I was, like, really invested in a lot of these storylines and, and like, like I, I would have been pissed if John lost. Like, I could not even imagine that, like, if you, like what you just suggested. But, but maybe uh, I, think, I, I think maybe it's just, like, watching all the buildup and stuff. Like, I think they did a very good job with that. So maybe I was more invested, like, because of that, you know? Yeah, I'm looking at the, the card again. Um, I don't know. There's just nothing that really made me ecstatic. I need to be excited about something. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Yeah, maybe it's because I didn't see the storylines leading up to it. But hey, 
I mean, I gave high ratings to uh, WWE. Well, I watch more WWE, though. That's not fair. <laughs> I watch that monthly versus this. I watch it quarterly. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. So, uh, don't. This is a, 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 a side ranking, folks. Don't take this one seriously. Take our main ranking seriously, where we rank and, uh, the WWE pay-per-view, pay-per-views. Here, here's a side ranking you can take very seriously, though. Uh, uh, whatever that Saudi Arabia show was. <laughs> yeah. What would you rate uh, that? You saw that from beginning to the end, so what would you rate that? That is a flat-out stank. Terrible. <laughs> Garbage. Don't watch it. Bad. There you go. Take that to the bank. And to the bank we shall go because we've got to cash in uh, our checks uh, that we receive to talk about wrestling. And we're going to keep talking about wrestling. We're going to talk about the Elimination Chamber. Yes, right? the Elimination Chamber. Amazing segue. 2020 WWE pay-per-view. So uh, this is the first Elimination Chamber pay-per-view I've seen. I was going to ask that, yeah, if you've ever seen one of these matches. Or oh, anything. sorry. I stepped on your question. Ask me. Marcus. <laughs> Jesus. Have you seen have you Marcelo, have you ever yes. seen an elimination? Let me finish. Uh Marcelo, have yes. you ever seen <laughs> have you ever seen an elimination chamber pay-per-view? Is that the end of the question? It seems like you were gonna ask something I, else. I'm I'm looking for a yes or no here. Have you ever seen an elimination pay-per-view? No. Have you ever seen an elimination chamber match? No. Ooh, wow. So the this is my first. First time. First time. First so time. two of them tonight. Yes. Uh, today, actually. Uh, I th- This was very similar to those other gimmicky cage matches that we, that I saw for... Um, what was it? Um... The, the the two the two rings together and that like frying yeah. that frying war pan. games war games yes yeah the frying pan the fryer yeah uh, similar to that kind of right where they have like a timed entrance and right there's a big cage but okay describe to our listeners Marcus who don't know about the il- the elimination chamber describe what happens within the chamber and what it is exactly okay so there's six people. Uh, there is this, they go into this massive, uh, steel structure that encases the ring. Uh, there's no way out except through the locked doors, which stay locked. And there's a lot of like chain and steel that make up this structure. And there are four pods inside of it. Uh, one person is set inside of each pod. And then the other two people, they fight. And, um, they fight for five minutes and then one of the other pod doors is opened at random. So one other person can come in and they'll fight for another five minutes. And then another pod door will open until everybody's in the match. And at any point during this, somebody can be pinned or submitted and then the door will open and they'll have to leave. And last one wins. They typically have uh, done this before WrestleMania. So like the last one to win, they get something for WrestleMania or sometimes it's done for a title. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I, I remember last year, I didn't see the match, but I heard about it. Uh, who was it that won the, the, the male elimination chamber match who went to WrestleMania? I could not tell you. I don't know. <laughs> Do you not know? Oh, come on, Marcus. He won. I know who it is. I just can't remember. Uh, the name escapes me cause I'm bad at remembering names. He won. He won the title because he won the the, elim- the elimination chamber match. 
Then he went to WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan? No, the other guy. No, he did not win last year. Wait, he didn't win? What did he do? Uh, Kofi Kingston is who you're thinking of, right? Yeah, did he not win the elimination? The he did not chamber? win the he did not win the elimination. What am I thinking chamber. then? That that elimination chamber was like he was in it, and it was like the start of Kofi Mania. Like it was like oh, his performance in that okay. match that kind of like kicked it off. Really, that's what I'm thinking of. Right, uh, but yeah, he did not win that uh, chamber match. Uh, sorry to say, I am wrong. I'm keeping the sin. I believe last year it was for the championship, and Daniel Bryan, I think, like retained his championship in the chamber. I see, I see. Okay, see, this is see, this is just all proving that I have not seen in the Elimination Chamber pay per view before. So right, you passed the test. Um, <laughs> okay, so why don't we dive into it? That's enough preface. Preface. Um, sure. <clears throat> what was the first match we saw? Well, let's quickly go okay. through some of these. Yeah, like. I, I think the the first the first match is something I actually want to talk about. Yes, uh, but there are a lot of matches on the show that felt like filler, not really that important. I don't, we don't need to talk about them that much. But I think this first match is worth talking about. This Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Uh, uh, so let me ask you real quick. Oh, you might get into it anyway, but just to, sure. just to, I guess uh, for my own sake, Daniel Bryan, former champion. We just mentioned his name. Um. Now he's like the opening match of the night, uh, fighting. Yes, I don't have I seen Drew Gulak wrestle. Probably not. No, yeah. um, he hasn't really done all that much. Like he he was a guy on Two Hundred Five Live, a cruiserweight. Uh, he was a champion there for a time, but uh, main roster. No, he has not done much since he's come here, and this is kind of the first big uh, thing that he's gotten to do. Yeah, and I think uh, oh boy, what a thing. Because I uh, loved this match. This, yeah, I liked it too. Because this, it's a, uh, it was a very grapply match. Between yeah, very, yeah, very grapply, very like technical wrestling is what they call it when it's a lot of like stuff where they're just on the mat and like wrestling with each other and not. It's not like a lot of high flying moves, and that's kind of what Drew Gulak's character was on Two Hundred Five Live. Because like Two Hundred Five Live cruiserweights, they're like a lot of flippy and jumpy guys. Yeah, and Drew Gulak was like, "No, I'm not that." I'm I think he had a like a make wrestling great again gimmick that we're not going to get into that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, but he's like, yeah. Uh, quickly tell me about the storyline leading up to this. Um, I can't. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> there move wasn't, on. There wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't, there wasn't <laughs> really much. It was. It was like. It was just like Drew Gulak said he wanted to fight Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan had to go through some of like Drew Gulak's lackeys. Like that basically was it. Okay. It's, and it's, then it led up to this one. match. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't much. Yeah, no, it wasn't very well developed. But I'll tell you this: um, not knowing that whether it was developed or not, it felt like there was something there. I was, it did. I was. Inv- yeah, I was invested in the storyline, even though there apparently was very little storyline so yeah yeah i think i think uh, it was a nice uh, way to start the pay-per-view with this match yeah uh, i i i think this is my favorite match that wwe has put on this year so far wow i, well, I thought I, I thought it was just excellent like like uh, really great technical stuff it's not some it's not a style that wwe works in all that much they don't usually allow this to happen very often that's true yeah and and like these two guys were the right guys to have it happen with. Apparently Uh, there were a lot of like, there were a few like really scary moments like Daniel Bryan. He came back from injury 
a few years ago because he had too many concussions, fucked his brain up. And he also had like a neck injury some at some point that they were talking about this match. And Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's why they replayed that uh, that move where he gets yeah. dropped on his head uh, yeah, over he and took over a, again. He took a really nasty suplex that like basically landed right on his damn neck. And uh, it was... That was Suf. They looked, yeah, looked like, rough. Yeah, like really like a big scary moment like that. And like... Uh, oh, wasn't there another moment where... Daniel Bryan somehow got in between Gulak's legs. His head got on his legs, and then he like he did a he did a uh, what do you call those things where you stand up on your hand or something and you have your legs up in the air. You know what I'm talking uh, about? No, I don't. We are don't. wrestling experts. Um, but then like <laughs> but, but then like Gulak just like like moves his legs up and down and like slams his head, slams uh, yeah. Bryan's head down like a power driver, okay. like a modified power driver. Okay. Anyway. Yes, yes. Uh, they did some scary neck stuff in this match, and like I, I didn't expect. I, 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 this is a match I really did not expect to pay any attention to, and in fact, I was kind of like on my phone for bits of it. But then I started like looking at it, and I was like, "Wow, this is actually pretty good." And I kept watching and watching it. And I got really into it by the by the end. Handstand. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, Just it's a handstand. No, Brian did a handstand in between Gulak's legs with his head, and in between Gulak's thighs, and then Gulak just like jumped up and down and then had then did like a power driver okay, okay. oh you don't believe me <laughs> I don't, it happened I'm sure. okay let's move on so this is a good match and brian good won. Match. daniel brian won great way to start great way to start uh, and then we had andrade versus humberto Carrillo. i i don't care I, let's it skip wasn't it good it's something i've seen 50 times okay the elimination first, chamber match yes first elimination chamber match of the night of yes. the two that happened um what can we say this about is a this? this is a tag team one, so it was a set of one person in the pods. It was a bunch of tag teams. If one person got pinned or submitted, the whole team was eliminated. Um, the other elimination chamber match that happens tonight did not have all that much uh, crazy action and spots and stuff. Uh-huh. So this is one. This is the one where they crammed it in, so at least you got some of that stuff. Yeah, and. <clears throat> Uh, I'd say it was uh, really enjoyable to watch. Like uh, they did do a lot of crazy stuff. Like uh, I'd say, especially the Lucha House Party, who are a pretty uh, not well used team. They just kind of show up to be beaten. And I don't know, like this match with them, uh, like I felt they really shined here. Like uh, they he did that Hurricane Rana off uh, Grand Metalik did that Hurricane Rana off the top rope to somebody uh and then like uh, who was it that climbed the cage uh, yes yeah, so, well, yeah one of them climbed the cage like lindsay dorado yeah it's it's an enclosed top so he like, climbed to the middle of the ceiling of the cage and jumped down on like six people yeah did a big flip on top of everybody that was really cool it's crazy and uh, who was it who are the bigger guys heavy machinery is that them yes yes yeah, they uh, they did a bunch of stuff they the one of them did like a jump off one of the chamber pods and onto somebody and yeah then another one what did he do he rammed himself through the the yeah, chamber that was otis that was otis uh he had a he had a big rivalry with Dolph ziggler because uh over a girl over another woman wrestler mandy rose and uh they brought that into this match. Like uh, Otis was like just waiting for Dolph's uh, 
pod to open and he tried to like slam Dolph through the pod. Right. And he ended up just running straight through it and out. (laughs) He broke through both of like the plexiglass or whatever plastic things are on the, yeah, which that are like make out the walls of the pods. Yeah. That's not supposed to happen. Right. You're not supposed to easily escape the, the chamber. No, I've never seen this. I've watched most of the Elimination Chambers. I've never watched, uh, I've never seen somebody like fully escape. Uh I've seen, like, they have crashed through those pods before, but not not to that extent where they also go to the outside. I've never seen that one. Yeah, it was uh, pretty crazy to watch. And I tweeted out a gif of that moment. So check out my my Twitter handle uh, for that. Scroll back a few weeks if you listen to this uh, when it comes out in the free feed. At Marcel J. Pico on Twitter. All right. Um, uh, anything stand out here, Marcel? To no, you? I think we we talked about like the like the, the the major stuff that happened. There was a lot of jumping around, a lot of, a lot of diving. I appreciate yep. that. Yeah. I'm gonna say, not to show my hand, but this the, this stuff I do like. The I'm finding out. You're finding out a lot about me, Marcus, during this uh, the course of making the show. I perk up when. Cages are involved, and when yeah. gimmicks are involved, like these these like little yes. little things, you know, people in pods, <clears throat> yes. and people ramming themselves through the cage and stuff like that. So you like violence? I like, yeah, I like violence. Yeah, just obscene cruelty <laughs> on the screen. I love it. So it had a lot of that going on, and it had a good storyline there with like uh, that rivalry you talked about, like. Was Otis and the Dolph Ziggler? Dolph Ziggler. So, yeah. Um, and we'll talk about the end. Who won? Who won? Yeah. Um, this was for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and ultimately the champions retained uh, the Miz and John Morrison together. Uh, they outlasted the rest of the teams and uh, won. That's right. Uh, and they won with like a weird pile up. Yeah, uh, I was going to say that. Yeah, because uh, wasn't it? I forget what matches they were, but it felt like two matches in a row had like this, the 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 person who won cheating, like grabbing uh, the the wrists, the not the wrist, the waistband of a wrestler. And, like, yeah, the yep, other one that happened, and the other one climbing up on the rope and like pinning him down or some shit. That's not supposed to happen. Well, in elimination chamber, there are no there are no rules. Really? So you know what? No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's no disqualifications or anything, so it's technically legal. So Why no, not? Yeah, in a normal match, you can't just climb no. up a, up on a rope and just like pin somebody. No, no. What is this? Trump's America? I can't do that. I was a little disappointed by a couple of the the, the eliminations. Like it was just like a roll up, and not even that like particularly good of one. Like that's how the. Who's uh, the new day got out? I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I but, feel that. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, I think but, it's time to move on. We both like that match. Yeah, I liked it. So this next match, who's? Let's talk briefly about this one because this one, okay. something happens in this that I want to question you about. Uh, I have I have questions. I want to interrogate you about this match. Sure, sure. I, I know. I know who these people are though. Alistair Black and AJ Styles. Yep. No disqualifications. Uh, no DQ. And AJ, AJ Styles, is, uh, his lackeys are with him? Yes, the OC. They're the with OC. him. Luke, Gala, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. And uh, no DQ means, hey, these two goons can jump in and, and uh, hit Alistair Black whenever he wants, whenever they want. 
Because, That's right. Uh, it's no DQ. That's right. Um, I got a good sense of the storyline thanks to that video package. And yes, you know, uh, Alistair Black has been tormented by these these hooligans. Right. Um, but hey, in a in a moment that I'm sure will get replayed over and over leading up to WrestleMania, hey, who shows up at the very end of this match to save Alistair Black, Marcus? Oh my God, who is it? It's the, the Joker. Dead man. <laughs> God damn it! The Dead Man is here. The dead right? man. Who, who? The dead man. The um, oh, I forgot all his other names. Um, the the walking terror. The walking terror. The the dawn of the dead. Ah, uh, the the scary. The scary. Uh, so yeah. So the lights went out. Um, Wait, was it the as, fiend again? As, no. <laughs> so like the OC were attacking um, Alistair Black, and then the lights suddenly go out, and you hear that. That famous uh, dong or whatever the bong, the bong that that signal that signal that singles that signals the the uh, the arrival of this uh, 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 man, <laughs> and then the lights come back on, and then this man, the Undertaker, <laughs> the Undertaker, that's who it is, <laughs> the Undertaker. Uh, he's got both uh, Gallows and Anderson in. Uh, he's choking them both. And AJ Styles looks stunned. He's like, uh, what the heck? What is this? You weren't supposed to be here. Yeah, who are What's you? What's going on? Who are you? What are you doing? What, what is this nonsense? And AJ Styles uh, gets choke slammed by The Undertaker. And Aleister Black picks up the win. Yes. Right? Mr. Black wins. So, my question to you, Marcus. Keep in mind, you're under oath. Uh, why The Undertaker... Uh, why did people in the audience know that the Undertaker was coming? Because they, sure. were, they were chanting Undertaker uh, about midway through the match, I mean, even in the beginning of the match. Yeah. What was the Undertaker's deal here? Let's go back. In to time? The so- yes, go back in time about a month. Okay. It's it's the Saudi Arabia show. Yes. The Picture it. Picture it in your mind. Uh, the stank-rated show. The, the terrible garbage shit show. Yes. Uh, there was a gauntlet match in there uh, to determine uh, the winner of this two-way trophy. What? Uh, they, 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 had a, they had a gauntlet match to determine the winner of a trophy. Okay, okay. AJ Styles, one of the competitors in that match, he came out like fifth out of six people in the gauntlet match. And uh, backstage, Rey Mysterio was supposed to be the sixth person to come out. And... Backstage, we see video of the OC beating up Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio can't make it out. Hmm. But somebody takes Rey Mysterio's place. Who is uh, it? For, for some bizarre reason, The Undertaker Why? Uh, takes out both of the OC and says, I'm going to come to the ring and take Rey Mysterio's spot, I guess. Because you can do that. Yeah. And he chokeslams AJ Styles and wins the two-way trophy. Okay. Uh, which I'm sure is hanging proudly in the Undertaker's home. <laughs> he didn't quickly throw it in the garbage can. He's walking out the <laughs> arena. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that happened uh, for not any particular reason. And, and since then, AJ Styles has been like uh, uh, doing jokey stuff, uh, mocking the Undertaker. Like he yeah. did like the throat slit stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 
and uh, and then this is the reappearance of it. So it's just like like it happened to AJ Styles in Saudi Arabia, and like is the presumed idea is that uh, these two will have a match at WrestleMania, it which is not confirmed like, yet, but yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah, and everybody in the arena knew that, and it was like a no disqualification match. So it's like, why wouldn't he show up? And and then he showed up, and uh, crowd went nuts. Right? Yeah, the crowd went nuts. Uh, How did you feel about it, honestly? I don't really care. <laughs> uh, I like the Undertaker; it's still cool. But uh, what what have I said now? Uh, that's like the sixth or fifth fifth or sixth match that is old guy versus newer guy. Ooh, yeah. I don't I don't care. Like <laughs> I don't want it. Like it, it's fine. It's fine. The Undertaker is always at WrestleMania. Why not? How many times can you see the Undertaker fucking fight at WrestleMania? Um, <sighs> he didn't he re- quote unquote retire at WrestleMania like three years ago. He is quote unquote retired many times. It, it just, it's just, it's never going to stick. He's going to wrestle until uh, he cannot walk anymore, <laughs> which is and, sad. And and uh, you know it's it, it's a cool entrance. <laughs> Maybe the match is like ten seconds long. It's just another choke slam, and we just get that entrance out of it. That's still that, that entrance is super fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. worth the price know. of admission. Yes, I, I <laughs> believe so. You'd pay a hundred bucks just to see that. Uh, in an arena, right, Marcus? Uh, I would. I genuinely <laughs> would. <laughs> I would. would love. I would love to be in an audience when the Undertaker comes out. I, I can't imagine the energy. Uh, one day, uh, uh, Marcus. If that happens in our lifetime, if you're in an arena and the and the Undertaker shows up, I'm going to buy you an orange Julius. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, our next match, Street Profits versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. Who cares? Oh, we can skip that one. Match after that, Braun Strowman versus Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, uh, eh, sort of interesting. I mean, Sami Zayn won. Yeah, it was kind of weird seeing a handicap match for Intercontinental, Intercontinental Championship, yeah. right? Yeah, whoever whoever pinned Braun, they were the winner. And Sami Zayn, he, he's been like the head of these three. Okay, so that's why he got the win. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he won. So he's the new Intercontinental Championship. That's the first singles title that this guy's held, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I. I Sami Zayn's great. Sami I enjoyed Zayn's his great. victory uh, at the end. He seemed genuinely happy about it. Yeah, Sami Zayn. He's he's like, like he's been a heel for a little while now, but like he is like like back in NXT, he was like one of the best baby faces they ever had. Like he's an awesome presence. He's an outspoken political activist. He's a great guy. Cool. Uh, he's a. Uh, I'm I'm happy for it. Awesome. Um. Yeah. But it was it was a decent match. It was alright. Yeah. Yeah. It was alright. Now let's go to the main event. Yes, the second elimination chamber of the night. Oh boy. What? Set the scene. Yeah, so we have uh, in the ring, in the chambers, six women, right, uh, vying for the right to fight the women's champion, Becky Lynch, at WrestleMania. Uh, yep. And who's in it? I can tell you. It's Sarah Logan, Ruby Riot, Asaka, Liv Morgan, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, we, we we haven't talked about this because it's been a while since we talked. Sure, yeah. A lot has happened. So I know what you're going to say. Shayna Baszler and Becky Lynch have been feuding. Um, yep. I honestly thought it was, it was already predetermined that they were going to fight at WrestleMania. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, it's one uh, of those things like it, it's it basically is, and this is kind of formality. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that was surprising to me that they were actually have this match, um, which kind of ruined the didn't ruin the match. I just kind of knew where it was. Headed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the feud uh, leading up to this, well, well, and then eventually leading up to these two at WrestleMania. Why did Shayna Baszler bite the back of Becky Lynch's neck like a vampire? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, at first, when that happened, I really did think they were gonna like make her a vampire character. And, like, Literally, sounded blood, blood in her mouth after she bit Becky Lynch's neck, folks. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? And it was kind of a nasty moment. Uh, you put up a funny tweet about it, uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was like a weird like very brutal way to establish like, okay, this person's here. <laughs> uh, she's been NXT champion for like the last NXT women's champion for like the last year, like a really dominant killed everybody champion. And now she's made her ma- way to the main roster. Um, and she started with that kind of uh, an opening statement. And uh, she had another dominant win against Kyra Sane on TV. And then now we're here in this chamber where she also displayed her dominance once more. Yeah, I uh, dismay of the audience. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was multitasking today, and some of this I um, I put mute on and just watched the the match without sound. I okay. Can, even doing that, I can sense the crowd not into it. <laughs> they, they were uh, right, right. Uh, I I don't necessarily agree. I don't like, know. Okay. Maybe it's because I wasn't into it. And then I, I did I did put the volume back up at the end. And so, I don't know. I just okay, let me ask you this flat out, Marcus. Do people want to see are people excited? You can count yourself in this too. Are <laughs> people excited for Shayna Baszler versus Spicky Lynch? I I certainly am and I think that a certain section of people that were already fans of Shayna Baszler. I'm sure that they are. Um, and I'm one of those people, but I think like, like when she bit Becky Lynch's neck, it was kind of like laughed about and stuff and not really taken all that seriously. And nobody really seemed to care that much. And then when she fought Kyrie saying the crowd was not into her at all. And, but I think during this match, I think she kind of did something because yeah, the crowd was not into it. Like they were mad. They were booing, but like, that's what you want with like, it's, it's hard to measure, but like, that's what you want with a heel character like her. And I think she was doing really smart stuff. Like, so she came in uh third, right. Um, yeah. after, after Natalia, um, oh, no, Ruby she, Riot she came in fourth, Sir, fourth. It says here on the, on the sheet. Shh. It says here Natalia one. Yeah, uh, yeah, she came Ruby in right to Sarah Logan yeah. three, and then Shayna Baszler four. Her pod opened second. Okay, and yeah, uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, it was uh, Natalia, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan in there, and she immediately eliminated all three of them. Like yeah. she, she got them in her finisher move, the Kirafuda clutch, and they all submitted. And then she had like three or four minutes just to wait around and like 
just drown in the the crowd's booze and like play up to it. She like it's like waving and she was like uh, bad mouthing her opponents and like Oscar was screaming at her the entire time. I I found that really fun to watch actually. Like I I liked what they did there. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I I don't know. Okay. I. I didn't have as much fun because sure. I here, here's my deal with Shayna Baszler. It feels like I've seen it before. Maybe she just reminds me too much of, but she's not though. She's definitely not. What's her name? Ronda Rousey. Okay. No. But it, I just kind of feel like they're just going for that again with this. Yeah. Yeah. That's again, true. Yeah. Again, it's not, you know, one for one, but still just, and then, making her unstoppable this way. I don't know. You can't make somebody, she's not the fiend level unstoppable, although they kind of make it seem that way because <laughs> mm-hmm. all these, the, the people who she took down is Asaka. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Oscar, Oscar, especially like, I think she's fantastic, even though I can't pronounce her name. She should have gave up more of a fight, although she did her best. I mean, they, they gave her enough, you know, she didn't, you know, flat out get, taken out in like yeah. six seconds time. Yes. Because it was Osaka versus Baszler at the end. Uh, I don't know. I just it, it, it they made her maybe too much of a of a powerful force Baszler. I I understand that. I think because uh, another friend of mine who's like really into wrestling, uh he we were talking about it and he he had basically the same thoughts as you. He was like, is this kind of boring to watch and like he got it and like uh uh, he doesn't really buy into the, to the character in that way as much. I I, I think I'm a special case. Like I, I just like it. I, I like that character. I think that this is exactly how she should be used. Like I, I feel like I think of her sort of as like a female Brock Lesnar. Like yeah. show up only every now and then, be completely dominant. Uh, uh, throw away your favorite people as if they were nothing. You know. Yeah. Um. I, I like it. I like it. I, 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 I understand. I fully get it. Like, yeah. it. It's not the most super compelling thing to watch. Like somebody just crushes everybody. Exactly. And I'll say this: maybe it's because it was the final match. It was the main event of the night. If they had switched it, I know it would not have made sense to have the Elimination Chamber with the tag team belt on the line be the main event. I mm-hmm. that, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But that would have been a perfect way to end the night. But that's sure. that spectacle, but having this be the end, the, the the closing match, I don't know. This seems, I story wise, sure it works, but uh-huh. within this pay per view, maybe not the best way to end it. With like, like yeah, the uh, yeah. something I uh, did. Did Becky Lynch come out at the end and like face off with her or anything? No, no, that didn't uh, happen. All all, um, all Becky Lynch did was watch from the from the back. Yeah. Isn't that weird? You think like they should have done some sort of face off or something? Something, but but yeah, um, I I think one thing I was impressed about like the crowd wasn't like totally apathetic to her, which is yeah. what I expected. Like her match with Kyrie Sane on Raw, they just didn't care. Like they weren't really booing. They weren't doing much. They just didn't care. Right here, they at least cared. <laughs> like like a reaction is what you're looking for, and like. Uh, for a heel character, that reaction is booze. And, like, genuinely, I can't really remember the last time a heel character was getting, like, real genuine booze. Like, yeah. 
maybe Randy Orton with his edge stuff right now, but that's like a special circumstance. And even then, Randy Orton is Randy Orton. He's getting cheered. Yeah. Or Brock Lesnar. He's he like everybody hates him, but like it's it's Brock Lesnar. <laughs> when he appears, you cheer him. Yeah. Like like he gets some booze, but like he's mostly cheered. So what you're saying and, is like, Shayna Baszler right now is the best heel in WWE? I, I I think she's in the conversation. Okay. Like I I think I think they are doing cool stuff with her, and I hope they continue to do it, and they don't chicken out. Because I because like you're you're in the majority. Like a lot of people did not like this, and no, I, hope say, that, I, I hope they keep going with it. No, I, it's not to say I full out didn't like it it's just i don't know i just it just wasn't the best way to end a pay-per-view <laughs> no it's, it's not it's, it's not it's, yeah it's my that's that's my whole deal like personally i think she should have won the royal rumble and then this wouldn't have had to happen yeah they oh. wouldn't have had to make this shitty uh like like ending to a pay-per-view and like a really flat kind of ending yeah uh, we, we did we mention this on an, another podcast but uh charlotte flair versus um yeah, my, my, oh, uh, my new favorite. What? Yes, you know what? Yeah, I did totally forget about that. You're right. That is that is one I'm looking forward to. That that is, that could be the one I'm most excited about. Are, remind me who my new favorite wrestler is. What's her name? Uh, Rhea Ripley, Rhea NXT Ripley. Women's Champion. Yes, yes. I um, mean, yeah, because Charlotte Flair won that War, War Rumble, the Women's War Rumble. Yeah, uh, and now she's facing off against the NXT Women's Champion. Sure, yeah, that is exciting. Yeah, and, uh, it is. It is. It is exciting. But just to, I don't know. It just seems. Yeah, they could have had Baszler win the Royal Rumble instead of Charlotte Flair, <laughs> and just yeah. have Charlotte Flair. You know, event. You know, she could have easily. They could have written that storyline easily on the side and say, "Oh, they just have a feud." You know, Ripley versus Flair on the side, and not have you know Flair win the Royal Rumble. You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, I I do. I understand that, and I, uh, I also kind of feel that same way. As yeah. like, she should have won that, and then this match wouldn't have had to suck. But they were willing to <laughs> sacrifice this entire pay per view, basically, just to <laughs> just to not do that. You know uh, what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's just how this fucking company works. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> anyway, WWE. Thanks for the paychecks. Thanks for thanks for sending yes. them our way. Yes. You yes. Paid a lot of money for this. Um, that was the pay per view. Why don't we rank them? Rank this thing. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Marcus, you go first, as always. Uh, on the scale from stank, little groovy, pretty sweet, pretty dang dope, totally rad, what would you rate an Elimination Chamber 2020? Mm, okay, so the matches we talked about, um, I liked. I, 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 I thought that Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak, excellent, really great technical wrestling match. Uh, that first Elimination Chamber, fun moments, uh, pretty good um and then uh, seeing Sami Zayn hold up that title cool moment uh this i i like this elimination chamber at the end but i'm in the minority and i can't deny that it like it wasn't like the most super compelling thing in the world to watch um and then everything in between kind of i didn't care about i didn't like uh I, I was like, like waiting for it to end because like you know what's going to happen, and I gotta go on the low end here. Like even though I loved the beginning and the end matches so much, or I loved the first match. I liked the, the last match <laughs> symbolically. I liked the last match, <laughs> but I am going to put this at 
the rarely used by me, I believe. Mm-hmm. A little groovy. A little groovy. So that's uh, two out of five. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I can't deny that. Like I can't, like even though I like those two matches, I can't deny. Like it, it wasn't a great show. Now I'm gonna go just a tad bit higher, and hmm. if and if I could do again a point five, I would. I'll have to give this pretty sweet, um, because I'm, I'll admit the the uh, even though I didn't like how it ended, I still appreciate that it had. Okay, here I just I forgot to mention this. This is a good point. Even though, yes, uh, Shayna Baszler dominated, sure. There are some good moments in that match where Baszler, I forget who she picked up. Well, she picked up a lot of people and threw people around. But there's one, oh, who was it? Um, on the on the, on the the turnbuckle on the top rope. You know, she picked, I maybe it was Liv Passed Morgan, out Natalia. Or somebody. She picked up somebody and slammed their head against one of the pods. Oh, yes, yes, like, that was Liv. Super yes. rough. Like, yeah, yeah, that was nasty. Liv Morgan. Those moments alone in those matches, in the both the the elimination chamber matches, made me like appreciate those matches more. Right. Uh, so because of that, it it went to that ranking that I put it at three out of five. Okay. Um, and I liked sure I liked Undertaker showing up. That was a nice, fun, quick moment. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I, I like the Daniel Bryan match, and I don't know. Uh, Mainly the 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 elimination chamber matches heightened that for me the whole thing so sure. yeah um, yeah uh, I'm a, a little bummed out that <laughs> AEW Revolution <laughs> and Elimination Chamber uh, have the same review listen, by you but, no, like, listen. I, but if I could point I, again point five this is why a a five point system doesn't work. Yeah. I, I'd give Elimination Chamber a like two point five, and I'd give sure. a AE Revolution, AEW Revolution, sorry, a three point five. Okay, and, and, and one of those rounds up and one of them rounds down. <laughs> right, sure, I don't All make right. I don't make the rules. Marcus. All right, man. I do right. It's fine. It's fine. I don't make. I the can't rules. tell you how to feel. All right. Uh, before we end the yeah. season finale, we have a few things to take care of first. Yeah, let's do it. Paul Walter Hauser. Uh, <laughs> how's he doing? Um, actually, not. Uh, we do have a little bit of news on the Paul Walter Hauser beat. Um, unfortunately, as of four days ago, and I have not seen um, if this has been updated, but uh, Paul Walter Hauser tweeted, uh, please pray for me, fam. Uh, he had a stomach bug and gout flare up on the same day. And he was feeling really bad, and he said, but he said he needed to rest up before the weekend because he's got a writing retreat he needs to attend. So, like us here uh, in the Mark and the Marks family, we are sending our condolences to you, uh, Paul Walter Hauser. Uh, we hope you get well soon. Uh, you're going to crush that retreat, my man. Uh, we love you. Paul get WH, well. um, rest in power. All right, he's not dead. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Paul Hauser. Can't do that. Seriously, okay, you're gonna live forever, man. Uh, reign in power. You're gonna reign in power. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you, Paul Walter. Um, please come on the show. <laughs> please, please come on the show. Please, uh, we know you're listening. We know you have a Google alert for every wrestling podcast out there. We know you listen to every single hour. But Paul, yeah, Paul Walter uh, Hauser, come Paul. on the show. Seriously, yeah, we Paul. we. We have a big show coming up. It's WrestleMania. We already have special guests lined up for that show. We will tell them to kick rocks and eat shit. 
if you would come on our show. One hundred percent. We have commitments to bring on two yeah. special guests uh, for the rest and of we, the episode. Yeah. Okay, two yes. people. We can tell them yes. if you DM us at marking the marks uh, at, at the Twitter handle. If you DM Marcus, if you DM me, if you reach out to us and say, "Hey, I'm I'm Paul. You know me, the star of I Tanya and uh, Richard." Richard Jewell, that's it, right? I yes. know, I know my own movie. Um, I'm I'm Paul Winterhauser. I'm a fan of Marking the Marks. I'm a subscriber. Uh, I email you guys every day. Uh, I want to be on the show as a special guest. Yeah, Marcus, what are we gonna say? Oh, we we'll we'll say yes. You're gonna be on our wrestle. We'll we'll have you on for our WrestleMania episode. We'll do anything that uh, you require. We'll be very accommodating. And, and then I would immediately uh, go to our private chat with the two people that are supposed to be on our uh, WrestleMania show, on our WrestleMania episode, and uh, I would send a middle finger emoji and then leave the chat. Exactly. And then never stop. To, and then never talk to them again. Block, block them on Twitter. <laughs> Completely ghost. <them>. Yes. <laughs> I'm very good friends with one of these people, but I am willing to do it for you, Paul Walter Hauser. Exactly. We will give up friends for you, Paul Walter Hauser. Yes. You hear us? We're serious. Uh, I will single white female anybody for you, Paul Winterhauser. <laughs> um, okay, so that's the PWH update. Now, hey, let's open up the, the question bag. Uh, Marcus, I went to Twitter and tweeted out uh, a prompt that said, Hey, we're doing our season finale extravaganza. Uh, loyal listeners, loyal followers, ask us a question. Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're going to open up the bag. We're going to sort through all the questions that, we, that that have been asked. Yep. Yep. And we're going to answer them right here on the air. Marcus. Uh, yes. Do you have the questions lined up? Yes, I do have the question that we received lined up. I'm right sorry. Here. You mean what? You mean questions, right? P- plural, right? Um. It's, it's not a popular show. We got, but we we got one question sent in to us. Well, we all, okay, okay, fair enough. It's not a popular show. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a popular person on Twitter. Fine, <laughs> but this question, whoever asked us this question, has to be a new listener, somebody who we don't know, a somebody who just bravely said, "I have a question." Uh, right? It has to be somebody who we haven't heard of. Right? No, um, what? it doesn't have to be that. Okay, what? Actually, it's somebody that we've heard from before, somebody who's been a very great supporter of Talk Film Society, <laughs> of uh, this podcast. I think he's listened to it. Uh, we've mentioned him on the show before. Um, forget whatever I said on the last episode where we talked about him. <laughs> uh, that was false. Uh <laughs> Uh, we've got a, a question here from Twitter user at Jurassic underscore Griff. Uh, his screen name is Jesse. 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 Son of a bitch. All right. What does he have to say? What does he have to say? All right. Jesse, Jesse asked us, asked us, <laughs> you think you're ever going to do a special season point five where you discuss um, all caps, the Marine uh, and lower caps again. And all of its sequels, uh, where uh, he very (laughs) cleverly used uh, two E's in sequels to uh, 
uh, shout out a sister show on our network. Uh, and that is something I didn't realize until reading it right now that he did. I'm sh- I'm sure uh, that podcast uh, would appreciate would very much appreciate us calling them the sister show of ours. <laughs> I'm sure nobody will be upset by that. No, 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 no. I don't. That that is what we're under the same. No, no, no. That's what, I, that's what I, you say. No, no, no. It's you, you were right to say it. I'm saying, but it's just funny. It the the turn of phrase. It's funny. We are we're we're, we're, sis- we're sister shows. We are sister shows. I'm sure at least one person from that show would be upset oh, with that. Oh God! So you've angered. Cut it out. No, Cut. I'm joking. <laughs> this is not. No, nobody's gonna listen to this. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, I mean, great. I mean, nobody who would tell sequels uh, would listen to this. I mean, yeah, nobody. Okay, okay. So we're gonna answer this question. Okay, so um, he's asking if we're gonna cover the Marine sequels. I have not seen any of them. I've only seen the first Marine movie. Uh, Marcus, uh, have you seen any of the Marines? I have seen zero of them, but I have actually. Seen, I, I've tried to like whenever I see one for super cheap, I grab them. I think I own three of them at this point, and it's like numbers three, six, and like two. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if I hey, you know what? If I ever amass my full collection, uh, yes, this is something uh, I would be interested in doing. Marcelo, if you're not, I'm not going to force you. I don't care. I don't care that much. But I, I do want to watch those movies and, and uh, enjoy them. Uh, formerly, uh, the first one stars John Cena. The second one stars, I think John Cena might be somebody else, but then three through six star the Miz. Uh, Becky Lynch is in the most recent one as the villain. Uh, Shawn Michaels is in it. Like, uh, it's a lot of wrestling stars in like a stupid action movie. I, I want to see it. Jesse, I'm going to give you a direct answer right now. I am <laughs> Jesse. Yes. All right. Hey. Yeah. So we're doing it. All right. There we go. There you go. Uh, that, was, that was easy enough. And, and but, sequels, sequels, you're called out. You hear, you hear us? We, we're a wrestling podcast, and we're going to call people out. We've called out Paul Winterhauser. He's a coward. He hasn't responded back. But now we're going to call out sequels, the podcast. You hear me? Sarah Sorrentino, Alejandra, Shaq, you're all on notice. Uh, it's, it's a, this is a podcast rivalry, all right? Oh, uh, yeah. This is it, all right? We're, we're coming for you. I don't, I don't, I don't want to upset them. <laughs> <laughs> you have already upset them. You called them a sister show, so... That's what they are. You're We're on, under the same umbrella. You're on their list now, too, Marcus. God damn it. You're in this All right. rivalry. All right. You're my tag team partner against sequels. Yeah. We're coming for you. Yeah. Well, uh, well okay, so uh, something interesting in that question. He asked us... There's never going to be a special season point five where we discuss something. Well, not not the Marine necessarily, but there is going to be something like that, Marcelo. Isn't oh, there? what a beautiful segue! Yeah. Uh, yes, this is the second announcement we had planned. Uh, thank you for fast forwarding to the end um, to hear this announcement. This podcast, marking the marks, will no longer be a Patreon exclusive. Uh, it's going to the free feed. But we'll, what will be a Patreon exclusive is our new podcast, Marcus. It's one I've talked you into. It's one that also deals with, deals with wrestling. Okay. But what wrestling? We'll find out on the next episode. Bye, everybody. I'm joking. Here we go. <laughs> it's about... Uh, 
the Attitude Era rivalry between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. That's right, Marcus. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Yes. Uh, It's called, we have a name for it. Yeah. It's called Marking the Marks Opens Up a Can of Podcast. Yes. That's the name. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, it's a it's a series in which again we'll be talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be tangents, but that's what we're focusing on. This is going to be a limited run, yeah, a limited series as they say, because there's only so much of that yeah. of that storyline that uh, went on from yeah. like from like the mid to late '90s through like some of the mid 2000s. And and the show is. Uh the 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 the, uh, the roles are reversed. Yes, uh, this is something that Marcelo is familiar with, and he's teaching it to me. Unlike this regular show, <laughs> and and, uh, and yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's going to be a totally different power dynamic. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Maybe I'll crack under the pressure. Yeah, this is all. This is this has all been an, an uh, experiment, like that. Um, that's that prison experiment with those college students. Yeah, like they were told there were the guards, and then they had to bring in prisoners that were also students, and they had to role play. And by the end, by the end of like two days, they all went insane. It's like that. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I grew up with this. this. Every every time I open the show, I say, "Hey, I'm a fan of old wrestling from like 20 years ago." This is the wrestling I'm talking about, and this storyline is mainly the the storyline I, I watched back you know 20 years ago. So yes, um, Marcus, I think at this point you've seen all the material for the first episode. Yep. Yeah, we've recorded the intro episode, and we're going to soon record the first episode. Um, so by the time this comes out on the Patreon, uh, wait about a week and then you'll hear this new, this new show on the Patreon. So yeah, yeah. Another reason to stay on the Patreon. <laughs> and, and we said, uh, that, uh, this, uh, show that you're listening to now is going to be on the free feed from now on this, uh, this special side show that's going to remain locked behind the Patreon. Yes. So that's the only place you're getting it. It's going to be behind the paywall until further notice. So the only way you can listen to it is keep being a Patreon subscriber. Thank you. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, can't, can't wait to get it into that wrestling, Marcus. Uh, can't wait. You don't need to reveal your thoughts, but you've seen all that stuff I, I gave you for that first episode. In one yep. word, describe your feeling on that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Oh, that, what a tease! You, you sure know how to how to bring people in, Marcus. <laughs> Let's end yes. the show. Um, thank you for listening uh, to this uh, average length episode of Marking the Marks, the season finale. We'll catch you next season, where we're on the free feed and we're talking about WrestleMania. Um, are you excited, Marcus? Uh, for WrestleMania, uh, sure. Yeah, it's hopefully it's a big spectacle. Uh, hopefully, the people in the stadium don't get infected with coronavirus and die. Hopefully, uh, the that episode works out better than this one. <laughs> Can I ask yeah. you seriously, Marcus? What are we going to yeah. do if they cancel WrestleMania? Um, I think that uh, we will put on our own WrestleMania in your backyard in the ring that you built. <laughs> uh, did I talk about that on the on the show? No. 
Uh, I'll talk about that in the next episode. I'm going to say it's a tease. <laughs> okay. It's a tease, folks. Uh, to understand what Marcus is saying, tune into the next episode. But yeah, if, hey, we're going to have an episode 13, lucky 13, uh, either if there's a WrestleMania or not. So count on that, folks. Until then, it's time for our closing words. This is the thing we talk about every time we talk to each other on the phone. I text you this every every hour on the hour, Marcus. Uh, you leave voice messages at 3 a.m. saying this. I'm, I'm just like constantly whispering it into the air, hoping that maybe somewhere you'll feel me saying it. It's like uh, that feeling twins have when one of the twins has their arm cut off. They, the other twin can feel that. <laughs> it's that feeling, and we say this to each other. Thank. Thank you. For... The bountiful friendship re- friendship uh, that we hold, and we like, and we like uh, to express our deepest deepest loves of all time, all elite. <laughs> Dynamite Wrestling. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, They'll be good again someday. So.